I'm calling the meeting to order. And we'll start off with roll call. We have a Roger, not here. Bijou is on her way, but not here presently. She's not coming. Oh. Paul Shantz. Here. Pandya. Yeah. Johns, here. Kolash. Here. Um, Ishmael. And Prius. Prius, yes. Yes. Thank you. I'd like uh, to ask a volunteer for a volunteer to read the land acknowledgement. Uh, sure, I'll read it. <clears throat> we meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of Native American nations to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk. And because history is complex and time goes far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many other indigenous peoples here. The history of broken treaties and forced removal that dispossessed indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work towards equity, restoration, and reparations. Thank you. Item number three, can I get a motion to approve the minutes of June 27th, 2023? So moved. Can I get a second? Yes, I'll second that. Uh, it's been properly moved and second to approve the minutes. All those in favor say aye. 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 Anyone opposed? Okay, motion carries 5-0. All right, item number four, public comment on items not on the agenda. Commentator shall address the commission for no more than five minutes. Commissioners shall not engage in discussion with the public or or one another concerning said items. Do we have anyone here who would like to make a comment? No? Okay. Item number five, correspondence. Stephanie? Okay. Item number six is a sponsorship request from the Asian Pacific Islanders American Public, Asian Pacific Islanders American Public Affairs Iowa City Chapter. So this um, sponsorship request is for, I believe, $250, and it is part of the World Culture Budget, which is a initiative that is happening as part of the Welcoming Week, and, um, and the larger nonprofit organization is called Welcoming America. And it's a week where um, organizations and communities around the nation, and specifically here in Iowa City, uh, are bringing together neighbors of all backgrounds to build strong connections and uh, kind of a welcome and inclusive space. Stephanie, do you, is there anything else we should know about this, or how do I move forward? Um, somebody, if somebody wants to make a motion for providing the 250. Okay, I'd entertain a motion for um, granting the Asian Pacific Association, um, Asian Pacific Islanders American Public Affairs Iowa City Chapter. Um, uh, the $250 that they have requested. So move. Is there a second? Second. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. 
Aye. Aye. Is there anyone opposed? The motion carries 5-0. Thank you. I don't see anybody here from the... Um... And I should um, let you know that Veronica May um, took a full-time job with the City of Iowa City Housing Authority. So now oh. she's a family self-sufficiency coordinator. So she's no longer with the, the police department. Okay. Okay. Did everyone hear that? Yeah, I was just observing that she's such a gift uh, so yeah. to, to us. And so will she be replaced? Yeah, I believe I. Yeah, the position's being advertised currently. Okay, it was it was a real privilege to work yeah, with her. Yeah, mm. I agree. So it sounds like we item number seven updates on outreach engagement by the police department. There's no one here at the moment. Okay, so we'll move on to item number eight, which is follow up on a a request to change the Native American land acknowledgement to the First Nations land acknowledgement. You know, earlier we had talked about um, we were reaching out to some of the local groups. Mm -hmm. I don't, did did was it Sylvia? Were you and you and Kelsey going mm -hmm. to do? Yeah, did you did you get a chance to do that? Or we've had a preliminary discussion around the the Parks and Rec um, organizing of an event, but and we followed up with um, the. Uh, Great Plains Action Society to um, to have a conversation on this and on their grant, but haven't found a date yet that works. Okay. And yeah, Mark, I was well, Megan Redshirt um, is going to be doing providing an, a webinar on land acknowledgments. Is that the twenty eighth of August? The thirty first. The thirty first of August. I think mm -hmm. it'll be relevant. I. Um, I've been collecting land acknowledgments since I brought this up, and um, but I'm not on the committee, so I'm looking forward to um, supporting the committee any way I can. I've had some conversation with uh, Great Plains uh, mm -hmm. members. Uh, and then there's this other piece, the city council passed one, mm -hmm. and I don't know how it matches ours, which would be another interesting conversation. Recent, did that happen recently? Actually, it was uh, now Senator um, Weiner was mm -hmm. the one who presented this, I think, at her last meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, it was mm. um, approved unanimously by the council. Yep. So it might become us to have one land acknowledgement for the city of Iowa City. I would agree with that. I think the I was um, reflecting on the city's land acknowledgement too, um, and having just a couple of preliminary conversations as we're kind of information gathering at this phase. And so I think I would just like amplify again that in the it's, it will be really great to compare the examples we have already. That's great, Mark. I think you should join us in this effort now that you're back on the commission. So welcome back, and I think we can just like have um, a conversation uh, before our next commission meeting um, to really dive through not just what we've seen, but really where there should be ambition set. Because a land acknowledgement is is words and words alone. And so I think being able to say, what does this represent? How do the communities here within Iowa City want to be represented through this type of language? But but more so, what's the purpose and what's the meaning that can exist even beyond the land, land acknowledgement? Um, as we are facilitating relationships and as we're using like this platform in order to speak to issues of importance of related to human rights with um, all minority populations in our community, but but also with our indigenous friends. Yeah. So we'll do that. We'll I'll, do that. I'll send it's Sylvia and Kelsey. Yes. And now you. Yes. And who else? You. Oh, me. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I'll send you some things. Okay. And I'm intending to be at the webinar. I don't know if you can be. Yeah, would you send that around or have Stephanie? Sh uh, Stephanie sent it some weeks ago. Did you? The mm webinar -hmm. uh, with Rich. Thirty first of August. Okay. Yeah, at noon. Mm -hmm. I will be out of town, but I will touch base with you both around um, the outcomes from that. Okay. Thank you. 
Any other discussion on the item number eight at this time? And I don't know, we don't need to get in too deeply here, but my question would be of the city council's land acknowledgement is like, mm. is the expectation of that that all, right. all city government groups then adopt that? Mm -hmm. um, you know, otherwise it seems like we're, you know, different canoes in the same stream going in different directions, right? So I would like to, and I know we think one of our subcommittees kind of is charged with that, right? And kind of building a relationship and improving that with city right. council because I would like to see, you know, if the city council is going to adopt something like that, that it it comes through us, from us, or we're consulted or some sort of some sort of collaboration there. Mm -hmm. This is an example of Janice really did think, I uh, should say Senator Weiner, thought that there wasn't anything and that she was going to, so it's significant whereas is about why we're doing this. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of, I'm going to do this before I leave. So there at least and, was yeah. the urgency, but I, you're right. right. We but need to be in That work had already been done by us and the truth, you know, the ad hoc truth and reconciliation yep. like this. We've had this, you know, for a while. And so like More that, year. you know, we're just kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Aligning that would be Absolutely. would be nice. How, just just before we close this and then move forward, um, how, in your mind, how does that? How best do we approach both? You know, the work that we're doing with Great Plains Action Society on this, and then also making sure that we're talking with City Council. Just coordinating those efforts. I mean. Right. My um, sense yeah. is the mayor needs to know we're doing this. Mm -hmm. And that Great Plains is certainly a tool, but Megan Redshirt is authoritative out of South Dakota. Yeah. She's a real good resource. I've taken uh, a course with her. It was rather extensive. You don't get to do this like you need to go out and you got to sit in the land and listen to the wind and the grass. and. It was a pretty powerful emotional experience. Um, so I, I don't think we have to be in a hurry. But we need to let the mayor know that we, we're aware that the city council passed one. We've got one. Mm -hmm. Truth and Reconciliation Commission, when they met, they read it. Um, so yeah, I think it's good to let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. Yeah, absolutely. Kelsey? Well, I was just thinking about a couple different levels. So, um, and just processing your last comment, Mark, about um, the Truth and Reconciliations, their land acknowledgement does match ours because they were made at the same time. So that, that has alignment. Okay. The city council one, um, and as it was approved, um, I think there is, a, it's reading some from the same cloth, but I think I would have a question, you raised a question that I think um, I would need clarity on of whether it will be shared across city government departments um, or like if there's any sort of ambition to like at Iowa City activities to read a land acknowledgement because this will immediately be relevant for Sylvia and I in our conversations with Great Plains Action um, with also Mallory mm -hmm. in um, the conversations about Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, all of these things are really coalescing and so I think um, I would be interested in um, um, first seeing like how our local indigenous community wants to be represented in our city documents. That to me is number one priority mm -hmm. and just following up on that because I think our, our systems have evolved a bit since the, our um, land acknowledgement was made. And so just hearing an update on that with working with them and then being able to be a conduit and an advocate for their wishes um, within the city council but also the city government would be the steps that I would take. But I think all of this is probably gonna happen at a very similar moment because we're kind of hitting that precipice, yeah. But but I like your observing that it's Indigenous People Day, which is October twenty uh, first, I believe. I'd have to double check, but I think it's yeah. Oh no, no, no! Sorry, it's October ninth. October ninth. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, we. <laughs> here it is August, but it would be great if we had something. Our next meeting is it's the end of September, <clears throat> and it's the only meeting that we have before that. Mm -hmm. Unless we call a special meeting. Yes, right, mm -hmm. correct. Um, we'll communicate. I, okay. I think the timeliness, but you're right, this confluence is really important. Yeah. 
Okay, great. Um, any further discussion at this point? No, okay. Let's move on to item number nine, the racial equity and social justice grants. We have three final reports for fiscal year 2023. Mm -hmm. and we can do each one of these. Do we do have a discussion for each one of these? Is that right? Stephanie? It's up to you know, if anybody has any questions or just wants to point out anything. Unless you want to. Any thoughts or, or uh, about any of these that you just wanted to bring up as you read through them prior to this? I'll say for, for me, I, I, I always really enjoy reading these, especially at the end of the grant year to see all that's been done. Um, I think we, we had a preliminary report from the Center for Worker Justice mm -hmm. at one point, and we really had seen them buy, use the funds to buy um, uh, the equipment, but to see that they've already, they've begun to hold computer literacy w workshops, um, um, looking at teaching both in English and in Spanish for, for, for the skill and then even to see some of the photos of the people who attended, it makes it that more meaningful. Or I think all of these fall short and it's not of the, of the, the grantees, but maybe more on us is just that this is maybe, I think as we move forward and as we start to think about the ways that com us as commissioners um, interact with, uh, with the grantees that there's, there's a little bit more back and forth and, and, and touch points throughout their grantee experience, which I think we're starting to, to roll out for this new year. I think it's exciting just to read it, mm -hmm. and especially I watch for the word gratitude, mm -hmm. and they are so grateful, and they are excited about what they did and they want us to know it. <clears throat> I especially, I like the pictures and especially kind of the, um, the Jabez Cafe mm -hmm. included like kind of the, the down to the individuals that they work with and how the grant has impacted them and, you know, talking about that, you know, it, like you said, you know, we're, up, we're starting to try to connect more and be more present with these, you know, grantee, grant, grant recipients. But, you know, in lieu of that, this is, this is nice. It kind of gets you a, gives us a really good, a really good vision into that, you know, at the, at that ground level, mm -hmm. at that even individual level to see kind of, you know, where that is and, you know, Keeping that in mind as we go forward, and you know, work work through this year with mm -hmm. this year's recipients, and then having that in mind as we award you know grants at the end of this year too is is good. Exactly. Any other comments or discussion on the final reports that we received? Great. All right, let's move forward to the organizations and commissioner lists for fiscal year 2024. I'd like to suggest that since there is redundancy at Great Plains Action Society, you can move me up to houses and to homes. Okay, great. Since I don't think Shannon is here anymore. That's correct, yeah. Thank you. And how has it gone reaching out to um I don't know if you know, but at the would have been the June meeting. So the commission um, each selected an organization to reach out to to um, schedule to reach out to schedule a time to meet them at their actual space. Yeah. And at that time, then um, a check will be presented, which I have a copy of one here. But there's been some changes to it, but they generally look like this one. And um, and then Madison from the office will come and snap a picture with the commissioner and staff from that particular organization. So I don't know if there needs to be, I mean, if anybody wants any assistance in terms of 
staff reaching out to the organization to see what times work best for them and then trying to arrange that or align that with your schedule. You know, we, we can definitely do that just to get things um, moving forward. Um, I have reached out to the Center for Worker Justice. Mm -hmm. um, I've communicated with them a bit, but I was waiting on the check availability okay. to to you know make sure that that was ready first and then solidify a date with them. They're they're ready. They're upstairs. And what I thought is I would just have Madison bring them to, to keep them nice and wrapped up. She can bring them at the time. Okay. That is designated um, for each commissioner to reach out to the. So just point of clarification, Stephanie, it, we, this is kind of on an individual basis, this, these meetings with the checks and not one, so like Correct. the next it's meeting. Not, okay. Yeah, I think at one time there was talk of bringing people to City Hall for a commission meeting mm -hmm. or something, but yeah, um, instead of bringing people here to City Hall, the thought was to go to, to where the organizations are, are at um, and kind of uh, develop those initial steps that you would have to trying to develop a relationship with the organization. So if we're gonna put on put forth action items for each member here before our next meeting, it would be that one, you reach out to the organization, um, if you have not yet already, and two, you identify a time between now and then in our next meeting to meet with them and present them with the check as well. Yeah, I know this organization that I volunteered for. I've been there. It'd be great to have the check at their site. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah. what you're yeah, at the photograph? Yeah, I think. Yeah, and, glad and, to do that. Um, you want to show us? Yeah, we changed. So we took the date out because you guys were making me kind of nervous. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she we knows just us put too 001 well. Well, and nice 002. <laughs> Um, oh, that's really nice. But yeah, so they turned out really, really nice. Wow. But the, the updated ones don't have a date. They have a check number. I think that is the main difference. Mm. So this is just kind of the template one. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Stephanie. I think people will like them. You're yeah. yeah that looks that's not what they take to the bank, though, right? <laughs> they already got their check. Right. So that might be why some... Uh, the um, directors might kind of be like, what are they talking about? Because they've had their the checks since probably May. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so that could, just to clarify that, yeah. which I should have in June, but they may be uh, confused as to what you're contacting them about because they would have received it by now. And the ceremonial check is theirs to keep after Correct. the picture? Correct, yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe um, what I might be curious to see if other commissioners would be willing to do is as we're reaching out to all of these great organizations that um, have received racial equity and social justice grants is just seeing what upcoming volunteer needs they have or any events that they want us to promote in the community um, that we can um, put on our formal agenda or make sure that um, Stephanie's office is connected into um, and then also just if any of us as individuals want to to be a part of volunteering just understanding what they've got upcoming um, and any specific interests needs dates that kind of thing might be um, really great to hear I think that's a really great idea and yeah. if um, Recently, a great example of that was um, Wright House of Fashion, which, mm -hmm. so yeah. And it's, it's presumed that organizations know that if they're city funds that are assisting that they you know, can request social media and news releases and stuff, but not everybody may know that. So like Kelsey said, it's a great opportunity to kind of let them know um, that that's an option if that's you know, something that they're interested in. Yeah, I think that even putting I don't know, almost like a one-pager together for, for us and for them to, to, to be very articulate and, and what, what the money's going towards first, just to just kind of high level, who, what the mission of the organization is, what they can count on us for, um, and, and what, what their year looks like and how we can help support that. I don't know if that's, a, that's, that's something that... I'd be I'd be happy to just put together a very sh quick worksheet that then you can fill it like print off and fill in as you're going into them if that's helpful but or if, if if commissioners feel like they can do it on their own that's fine too. I think having that one standard might okay. be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll send maybe I can do a, a draft and then you customize it how obviously however you want. And maybe Stephanie can 
Yeah. Stephanie, I'll send you the draft, and if you wouldn't mind looking at it and then add any, adding in any resources, like the idea about the social media and the press releases, those are things that um, sure. I'm, probably some of these grantees don't know are available. Okay. And so the plan is that commissioners will do the direct connecting with the orgs. Okay. Because I was going to say I could always start the correspondence and put in the contact based on the grant submission, include the particular commissioner, just do introductions, and then I'll get out of it. What are thoughts here? Or you can choose. I mean, it, it's not one or the other. I think if, there's if, a few of us who have already reached out, okay, so we okay. might be okay, but perhaps that offers on the table generally, and we can remind those that aren't here today that if, if that makes it... Um, makes more sense for them at this point that they can take, they can email you, Stephanie? Mm -hmm. Okay. Definitely. Good. Uh, any other discussion on organizations and commissioner list for fiscal year 2024? Good. All right. Um, and then the last bullet point under item number nine is volunteers for the informational sessions for FY 2025 social justice and racial equity grants, which are done through Zoom. Correct. And those were the... November 8th yeah. and November 15th. And these are just the dates. This, if you looked at the past few years, this is the time. And literally, like, the, if you bump the calendars up, it's the same it's equivalent dates that have been used for probably the past three, four years. So there's one that is offered um, over the noon hour, and then there's one that's offered in the evening. I can Are those dates fixed? That would be the preference, but they have not been advertised. Um, so if I'm there's very a familiar with that work, but I can't be at either one. Mm. Okay. I couldn't do the week of November 6th, which you, would be the 8th, but I can do really any time the week of November 13th. I'll be back. Okay, so you're not available the first for, time? For the, for the first lot, no. Nope. And mark the dates don't work. Um, I can tentatively be available for the November 8th date, but I need to confirm, I, I may be at a time that day, um, but I will confirm and get back to you, Stephanie, directly. Yep, I appreciate that. that. Thank you. Yeah. Any other volunteers? So everyone's checking their calendars. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I know, well, I could tentatively do the eighth. Um, I have another, I have another board meeting that I'm on right before that, but I should, I might be able to. Okay. Um, the fifteenth, I'll have to check. Okay. Um, Wednesdays from the next few months are not the best for me, but okay. we'll see. Yeah, I think Wednesdays evenings I have a class, and twelve to one I have to be at the hospital, so. We can float this with the rest of the commissioners as well. Right. We have some time too, yep. right? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. It'll be easier when we're closer to know availability much better. Yeah. Okay. Stephanie, have you recorded any of those? Yeah, they, um, yeah, they record it. So, I mean, from the past, that might be a resource as well? Yeah, for people that look to get a fill of how mm -hmm. they go. Yes. Good. Is there a, is there usually, I haven't been on one yet, but is there usually a lot of dialogue between those who attend and those who, I, I think backing this question back is maybe, I don't know if that, that was the point that uh, Mark was making, but is there, is there a need to create something that withstands one year or is it important to have the, the live I think it's important to have the live because okay. there could be yeah. different 
changes. Like there could be minor changes. Minor changes. Yeah. Okay. And and also, it's also a good Q and A opportunity. Right mm-hmm. there. Correct. In the makeup of the commission changes, and so that That's change true. could okay. also influence kind of what a particular commissioner is looking at and what one may not be looking mm-hmm. at or. Giving. Early on, so, it was it was helpful for me to work with other commissioners that had done it before, so I knew what was coming. So we did have kind of a training thing. I don't know what we did. I mean, it wasn't like it was because there's so many screens to look at. Mm-hmm. So we, I'd seen those before we. Mm-hmm. And if it looks like, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to get commissioners for both dates, you know, we could probably just do one date where you have the most commissioners who can participate, record it, and then just make it available. Okay. Okay. But But I do think organizations really do like the ability to ask very direct questions in a live session so i think that's always preferred okay um versus um you know a recording sure on this note i just was curious do we anticipate um between now and the end of the calendar year or the i really should say between now and when we the grant application timeline um closes that we anticipate the Human Rights Commission being invited to um, have a booth at any any um, city activities. I just was thinking that if so, that might be a great moment to share more material about the upcoming grant opportunities. Yep. Yep. And we'll do a flyer and everything with it. So there's, and there'll be like social media images. So you would have information to take with you to those events. Okay. Um, but none on our calendars yet, right, that we've been invited to. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I can't think of any that would typically be happening in the fall now, so. Good. Any other comments, volunteers, for informational sessions at this time? No? All right. Let's move forward to item number 10, the collaboration with Recreation Department on upcoming programs. Maybe we can start off with um, Indigenous Peoples Day, since we spoke about it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so Sylvia and I have had um, the great pleasure of speaking with um, Mallory, who I believe um, she's an outreach and events coordinator. I forgot her title. I'm sorry, Stephanie. But um, and um, representatives of the um, uh, Great Plains Action Service in context of Indigenous Peoples Day, which is October 9th. Um, and um, really, we had a great initial conversation that really touched on the goals and opportunities um, that are possible for the city, but also that might represent the voices of those who live in our community um, and who are indigenous. And I I would just highlight to this commission that um, there were two big things, well, three that stood out to me. One is um, that the ask to involve the people of our community who are related to these events is very important. Mm. And so um, that I think we heard reiterated a number of times in our conversation and um, it's a very positive, productive effort for the city that they invited GPAS into this effort too um, as one representative of indigenous peoples in our community, not the only one. Um, The second thing I would mention is that we had a conversation about the budget and funds that are available currently for um, this Indigenous Peoples Day celebration and what that means of when what's possible. So I know, Stephanie, that um, they were going, Mallory was going to reach out to you about um, seeing if there was any additional budget that could be available. Um, But then I think also there will likely be an ask to the community, especially maybe business sponsors um, for this event, specifically because there's an appetite to maybe make it match the level of um, some of the other um, activities that the city hosts throughout the year. Um, for example, if you can think about Juneteenth, not that we, not that it will, uh, is currently planned to reach that level, but there is an ambition to see how far we can go. Um, and on this time frame as well too. And so, um, <coughs> Uh, just mentioning that in case that's come up with any of your other conversations too um, in in context of uh, outreach and events. And then 
I have a third aspect that I hope I still remember, <laughs> um, which is that we will have to move fairly quickly. So um, we left that conversation in a really great place. There's a lot of ambition, a lot of moving forward to see what's possible within the funds that are able to be compiled and collected. Um, but we will see. We're, we're along for the ride and to support the effort um, with our local community and also with the city government. So um, happy to report back in the future to what we hear. But Sylvia, is there anything else that you would add? No, that was great. Thanks. Um, next in would be the mental health celebration, October 14th. I, we, Bijou and I haven't spoken about mm -hmm. reaching out, so I think okay. it's something that we still need to do. Did you, do you know if you heard from Parks and Recs yet? Um, they reached out directly to us to initiate, so maybe that might be... Um, if not, then we could we could share the same. I mean, I Mallory should have it because I sent Mallory an email with each commissioner's contact information. Okay. okay. Um, so, well, it was an email that would have been to Mallory, and you and Bijou would have been cc'd in it. So Mallory has it, but okay. um, so I know Mallory's on vacation this week, or she's out of the office. I shouldn't say she's on vacation, but I know she's out of the office. Okay, so maybe we can circle to see if that yeah. landed in your inbox and if... Um, but and if you're thinking of time range, I would say those were sent out either that second or last week in June. It was shortly after your last meeting. Okay. It's been a while. That would be, a, it would seem to me then you would want to have people connecting like Kelsey has suggested that you connect with mental health groups. I'm thinking about NAMI. Mm -hmm. um, and NAMI frequently has a walk. I don't know if it's in the fall. I forget. But that would be one organization that's dealing with mental health in a very large way. Um, mm -hmm. And I know that there's more probably at the university. Yeah. There's the university counseling services. And, and then there are other places, too, um, that are working with mental health. So I think, yeah, I'm just going to check that. I'm... Not able to see that, but I think some of my emails might have gone into the spam. Okay. What is, um, I looked at October 14th and I've got this note about mental health celebration, RAL Social Hall. What's that? It's Robert A. Lee. Robert A. Lee Social Hall. Okay, that, so it's, well, it's already where the TRC met last, some weeks ago? No, that's the um, senior center. Oh, that's center. the senior center. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's get, just literally Robert right across here over here mm -hmm. gotcha learning all the time trust me you've, you've probably been there many many times pardon i said you've probably been there many many times i know i have yeah <laughs> so. i just didn't get the acronym yeah i don't know city alphabet yet yeah i get you <laughs> City Alphabet. Uh, and then the third program that we were looking to collaborate with the rec department on was All Around the World, November 18th. Um, Mallory did reach out to ask for dates, and um, I think probably the, the two other earlier occurring um, programs are are just because they're occurring earlier, taking precedent at this moment, so I'm sure that I'll be hearing back from her soon um, on a date that we'll meet. Yeah. Good. All right, we're going to move to item number 11, commission committees. Uh, should we go through each committee, uh, starting with just in order building bridges? Yeah. So I think we can be rather brief because we don't have an update. Mm. Um, and so I think the update would just be that um, in case other committees are also in this place, um, we need to re-inject energy into our own committee following the summer. Um, and so um, just noting that um, that's the intent, that's my intention, I think that's our intention going into the, the next um, fall period. And re, um, returning to some of the goals that we had initially set out and revisiting them. So that's our ambition. If, the, if you agree. <laughs> right, right. No, absolutely. Okay. And I'll, um, I'll jump the line for yep, Breaking Bread ahead. and say exactly the same yeah. thing. That's, that's probably where we are, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, for reciprocal relationships, we, we're in a similar situation. I'll say that I think our goal around that was to help, help 
revision the the social justice racial equity grants and I think through the last time we met Stephanie helped us to kind of push that forward um, in a way that um, is really proactive that it actually is nice that, you know we didn't we weren't doing it all just within the committee but spread out amongst the commissioners uh, I think at this point we want to um, Lusala and I kind of sit down and think about where do, where is our role now mm -hmm. um, given that the, each commissioner has a grantee organization that they're going to be facilitating a relationship with how can we help that um, and and whether it's helping to think through a one-pager like we talked about earlier to um, finding ways to make it easy for folks to meet I don't know we'll have to think through and please as you're thinking about this um, and and working with your individually assigned organization let us know if there's ways that we can help you to build that reciprocal relationship very good all right sorry before we move on yep. mark which because I know there's a vacancy on, on two two of these. Breaking bread and reciprocal. Yeah. Yep. Uh, where I was in the olden days was breaking bread. Oh, okay. Right. So I'm content there. Okay. Right. Great. And I guess just as a moment, um, there's an open seat right now, right? Okay. And that seat would go until December? Um, or how to, more oh. than likely what they would do is they would appoint for the I think the appointments in October so they would appoint for the rest of the year and then extend it out for another um, well no it Sue Ann had just joined um, well it's an unexpired term so they would just take over the time she has on her term which would still be about two years because she just got appointed this year okay so, so taking over hers and finishing out her Correct, term. correct. Okay. I, I'm sorry, I was thinking it was somebody who ended in December, but um, she just got appointed, so she still has um, about when, two and a half when does, Do you know when the application closes for that? Um, I do. I have it in an email. I just okay. have to pull it up. It'd be not, I mean, that could be an action item for all of us if they, we still have a few more weeks to really try to push it out to the community. I wonder too, I mean, just thinking about the building bridges and it was evoked earlier too about Eve, our relationship with city council and our role in connecting with city council, especially through this committee. It does make me wonder, there are some current um, uh, grant processes that the city is undertaking um, related to the fund of $4 million um, and that has an impact on several of our um, minority groups within our community. I wondered if it might be possible at one point in time to hear an, an update on that, Stephanie, or if there's any correspondence or any updates that could be um, provided to the full commission. I'm not sure what grants you're, you're speaking um, Well, maybe maybe I can clarify with you after, and, and maybe we can just see if there's any documentation. Um, I'm, I'm sure there is. I just, are, is it the one for underserved, underestimated? Okay. I think, I think so, it, but I don't okay. know. That one I think is still kind of working itself out, but I can certainly, as stuff gets released, I can definitely share that with the commission. But if there's others, just let me know. Okay, thank yeah. you. Thanks. And the appointment is. Oh, good. Deadline. That's not. Is that right? No. That's what they're saying? No. Okay, so the appointment would be on. Um, somebody would need to apply by 10 10, so October 10th. Oh. At great. 5 p.m. Okay. And then the appointment would be the following Tuesday, the 17th. But, but I will say, you know, the commission eyes has a pretty plentiful. Does it? Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there's probably some great folks sitting there that just haven't been selected yet, but it never hurts to recruit and encourage people to, to apply. Okay, great. Any other discussion around commission committees? No? All right. Now we are on to item number 12, st staff announcements. 
Yeah, so we got a few things. So mm. I sent an email out, but um, Sunday, this past Sunday would have been the commission's birthday, the 60th birthday of the commission. And so we were able to create a, a very um, short, concise, but wonderful video that highlights the original seven members who were appointed by the city council oh, okay. back in on August 20th. Well, they would have been appointed at the September meeting, but the commission was actually established August 20th. Um, and so that hopefully will be coming out here um, in the next few days. We'll do a news release and try to get it on social media. One thing that we're doing to honor this legacy is a program on September 13th at 1 p.m. And we will actually have the um, Demetria McCain, who is, she's the PDAS for HUD, which in layman's terms means she's the second person in charge <laughs> under Marsha Fudge, mm -hmm. um, which is a, a huge um, honor to even be able to get on her schedule and have her be able to do um, a conversation with the community, um, talking about HUD's initiatives as they relate to um, affordable housing, inclusive neighborhoods, um, and discrimination. Mm -hmm. And just some of you probably have heard this, but the, the reason that the city started the commission was, was around housing discrimination. Um, there, there were many uh, very obvious, flagrant, you know, people did not want to rent their homes or sell their homes to people of color. And the, you know, the community came together and kind of said to the city council, we, we need to establish something, something or some group um, to, to deal with this. And so that's why it's neat to, to have Demetra McCain um, serve as, you know, the, the voice, I guess, of the birthday of the commission just because of that history. Relative to that, um, you do need to register. You, well, you, you, you do, I mean, you could register literally right at the time. The problem is then you have to wait for Zoom to send you the link. So yeah. if you're registered ahead of time, then you can just put it on your calendar and click on it. Because there is some delay from when you register to when they Zoom mm -hmm. shoots it out. Not so much. It's a virtual a event. It's a virtual event. And, and Representative Ross Wilburn, who used to be the mayor of Iowa City, um, will actually be introducing um, um, Demetria. Nice. So... Fantastic. And then, I'm trying to think about it. We'll also be doing a news release. I mean, a lot of things, but um, I think it's this, this coming Monday, I think, is the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington. So 1963, a lot of things were going on. So we'll also um, be doing a news release and um, doing some social media outreach to, to bring attention to to that, um, you know, historical event too, uh, signaling kind of one of the first kind of mass protests to, you know, demand you know, human rights for, for persons. Um, Did you say it was so. the 28th? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, so just be on the lookout for that. And we have a program coming up, Digging Deeper, which has a wait list of two. But as I told Mark, you know, usually when I send out reminders, there's always some folks who say they can no longer participate or attend. It's an in-person training on September 21st from 1 to 3 at the East Side Educational Recycling Center. And I don't know what the acronym for that one is, Mark. But uh, you've been there before, so. And I just know the facilitator. And if you have an opportunity, you want to be at this. What is this? Tommy Ross? Yes. Yep. And what, so I missed the topic here. Right. I think Digging it's repurposing privilege. Repurposing privilege. Digging deeper. Digging deeper. Yeah, he, we've had hosted Tommy a few times, so this is his third time. But um, his reviews are always, um, you know, four or five stars. Very, very high energy, fun. very engaging. And where where is the information on how to register for that? Um, it's. I can just send it out oh, okay. if that's easy. Okay. <clears throat> I would say the city's website, but some folks, you know, find that accessible and others don't. So it's probably just better for me <laughs> to send it out. I think that's... Any other... Oh, well, Madison's starting um, 
Madison Bartlett. So she's actually going to be a part-time um, communications assistant in the oh, office. Nice. So we're excited about that. Um, it starts on Monday. Okay. So hopefully each of you will meet her when she's delivering the checks and taking pictures. So, but yeah, so we're excited to have a third edition, even though half time to the office. So, and a reminder for myself and anyone else, it's probably just myself, is is to fill out the form that tells a little bit about yourself for the commission social. Do we get to see that before you post it? <laughs> There's a uh, lot of no, questions. No, but, we, we, but we, don't, um, we don't change anything. Yeah, I know, but I probably shot my mouth off in a way that I would like to. <laughs> yeah, they show you. I don't get it. Maybe I thought you came off Mark. real good. I don't get it, though. He, he's saying he maybe wrote something he, he doesn't Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can send it back. Yep, send me a reminder. I'm going to make a note, but Just for send you, Mark. a reminder, too, please. <laughs> okay. Any other staff announcements? I think that's it, thank you. Thank you. All right, moving to item number 13, commissioner announcements. Commissioners shall not engage in discussion with one another concerning said announcements. Mark, would you like to go first? <laughs> we can just go down the line. All right. Um, I was at the webinar for the um, anniversary of the American Disabilities Act. It was, uh, it was very impressive. I had no idea. I took copious notes. Uh, I learned so much uh, during that. On August 1st, I was at the, uh, I'm going to call the public was invited to be at the TRC facilitation meeting. This was three days of really hard work. And um, it, it, the hospitality was so good that the facilitators, when I came in, they asked me who I was, and I said, I'm Mark Priest. I used to be, or no, I'm, was I used to, uh, I think I was a human rights commissioner by then. I, and they put me in the circle. And I shouldn't have been, because the TRC and the facilitators were. And so I was in that circle for about an hour, and um, Stephanie was there. I, um, The energy in the room, the, both the urgency and the difficulty. The facilitators did a real good thing about quieting. I, I couldn't go back the next two days. It, it was I endured in the circle for an hour, and then I went out and sat. One of the things I really encountered was, and I, I'm sorry I couldn't stay, was um, native rage. And um, that continues to inspire me. Um, and in my denomination now, we're working on facing uh, the sin of our colonial genocide. Um, but being with the TRC and the articulate of the group and willingness to share and the investment of time, and I came away from there feeling like, of course, these people would be paid because of the investment of themselves in the time. Um, it was a very powerful thing. Um, enough said. Uh, I thought the Lens edition this month was just exceptional again, and I'm with other DEI groups, and I forwarded the, the Lens uh, as a great resource for them, and they're all excited to have it. Thank you. Um, and that's where I read about you. Um, <laughs> I did want to make, I guess, it's not really penance. It's, you know, when I left the commission, I had significant zeal for Native people. And then I was away recovering from knee surgery, and when I was well enough, I started coming back to commission meetings. When I brought up the land acknowledgement, it wasn't so much that I was excited about the land acknowledgement, though I do think it needs a lot of work compared to the others that I've seen. It was I wanted my commission to be doing something, mm. and I wanted the committees to be meeting. And it's, but the other thing was there was, there was so much happening in Des Moines, and nothing was happening in the commission related to what was happening in Des Moines. And Leslie and I went to at significant gatherings in Des Moines to be present. And um, so I'm back on the. 
um, let's see, I, I want to provide light, but right now I have heat, okay? You smile and nod at <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, the reason I can't be here on November 15th is the other knee's getting replaced that day. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> um, I don't have a lot to share except that I did a training which is a very very nice training by the it's it's through the world health organization which gives a grant and this has reached from from what i have learned and heard from other people say it's only new york and iowa so it's a training for um working with refugee communities and it's called problem management plus it's um it helps people just I mean, I did a train-the-trainer training, which means that I will work with identifying uh, people in the community who are from the refugee community, but who've been here probably for a little longer and have can be the point person who can indeed go in the communities and speak with them, uh, especially regarding mental health and working. It's like a one-on-one -on -one sort of a session that they provide, which is not therapy, but it's a way of reaching out. It, a simple, like a whole manualized problem management one-on-one um, -on -one session. So uh, that training was wonderful. And probably people who are interested in doing refugee work from across Iowa were here in Iowa City. It was done in the College of Public Health. So highly recommend that training for people who might be interested in doing uh, refugee work. And um, yeah, I've been attending different webinars on again. Today was one uh, organized through the Kawa College of Medicine on refugee trauma and working with them. So I think um, that's what has been going on, although my uh, work with IC Compassion has ended and I'm going to be starting working at the hospital in the neuropsychology clinic, but I'm still connected with wanting to continue doing. And even with the neuropsychology clinic, I said that I, I'm more interested in working with refugees and immigrant populations that may not know the language um, and don't have the same access to resources. So I think that's there. Still, the, there are concerns about getting a lot of people to therapy. Medicaid does not accept a lot of, um, a lot of applications that might not have any other place to go to. So I think that's something that still needs to like that still needs work, but we're lucky that we're a college town, so we have the university and we're able to provide services like this through IC Compassion or other practicums. Students can just go and serve. So yeah, I think that's that's all. Thank you. <coughs> um, <clears throat> not much for me this month either. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's been a busy summer. Um, and some family health issues at home, so been kind of occupied there. Um, but I will just, Mark, I think what you said is very, <clears throat> it strikes me, um, because I think kind of, I've, I sort of feel the same way, you know, with the activity in Des Moines and things um, that, you know, that I think there is more that we can be, we could be doing and we should be doing. Um, and just, you know, I know it's not a discussion here, but one thing I would like to kind of start looking at, and maybe, you know, if you're on Breaking Bread with me, we can maybe start in that space, is I've been reading a lot about um, a few cities across the country that have declared themselves sanctuary cities for for gay, lesbian, trans, and queer people in red states, um, you know, that have passed laws that have banned transgender care, health care, things like that, that like has happened here in Iowa. So <clears throat> putting something like that together that we can forward to city council and, you know, strengthening that, you know, like I said earlier, strengthening that alignment and kind of pushing, making ourselves more of a partner or arm of, of city council, um, you know, putting action behind words, which is, I know, something, Kelsey, you've said a lot, too. So, <clears throat> yeah, that, and I think as far as intersectionality, I know I kind of, I always, I always beat the rainbow drum here, but um, 
with the March on Washington, um, one thing that I think a lot of people don't know about is uh, Bayard Rustin, who was one of Martin Luther King Jr.'s you know, right-hand men, who was his main assistant, who was a gay man and organized the March on Washington. But because he was gay, a lot of times he's, he was kept in the shadows. So trying to uplift that and, and put those, those voices out there, um, whether it be 60 years after the fact or not, I think is important too. So that's all from me. <laughs> um, wow. So I think I might just come in to say, you know, on, on, on the action thread, um, I think sometimes, too, I see that we as individuals are involved in representing human rights in our community with the relationships that we have. And so I, I think I kind of want to amplify that too, of like even outside the commission meetings, like sharing that kind of information with each other of upcoming things. Um, obviously, um, we have each other's contact information and just so encouraging that level too, because there is activity and there's action and each of you are um, really engaged in the community and, and active with those that you know too. So um, amplifying that and amplifying the work of others as well too and sharing that with one another. And in addition to that, setting some ambition, um, I think is exciting when I think about this, um, this fall and upcoming things. Um, would love to talk with you more about your idea at another time, Doug, um, and following up there. Uh, in our last commission meeting, I mentioned that there was an ongoing book study in the community on um, Bleeding Out is a book by Thomas Apt. Um, I was only able to attend one of the four meetings that they had, unfortunately, um, but I did hear a little bit of update about where that went, um, and I know that the city has, um, uh, uh, Stephanie, I might need an update on her title, but there is um, an individual who is um, leading the effort on violence reduction strategies for the city of Iowa City. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll send it around. I'll let you guys know. But, um, so I don't have much of an update there besides it happened. Um, there continues to be a focus on um, violence reduction in Iowa City and what that can look like. Um, and I will just say to all of you that there are many different models of what that can look like. Um, and we are, we've been doing in, in my work, in my day job, research on offices of violence prevention, um, which is one, mod one such model. Um, and um, what some effective uh, lessons are of, of when those offices make um, an impact in their community, um, what makes them tick. Um, and these are offices that can be community-based, um, they can be city-based, or they can be a mixed method of, of kind of um, uh, both city and community. So I'll continue to share any insights from that, um, but just know there are many different ways of, uh, of getting where you wanna go and, and addressing the needs of the community too along the way. So um, maybe just a note that um, before our next meeting, we will have International Day of Peace, um, which is September 21st. Um, this is um, a UN-sanctioned um, International Day, as well as something that I know a lot of communities kind of focus around a bit. Um, and um, uh, there are some activities that uh, I know, Sylvia, we've spoken about too, uh, um, that happen at the United Nations because it overlaps also with United Nations General Assembly and their high-level week. So um, there will be a number of um, things that could be promoted on social media, but also I'm sure different events that are happening too um, around a National Day of Peace. I think that's it for me. Thanks. And I'll, I'll keep it fairly short. Um, on just to go and kind of reaffirm, I think everyone had a, everyone as they deserve, had a really great summer, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to coming back and um, taking some of our words and putting them into action. Uh, and I think the social justice racial equity grants are one way that we can do that and really building um, relationships and making sure that that grantee experience um, is more than um, is amplified through our, our mutual kind of one-to-one -one, uh, relationship. Uh, other things, I after our last meeting, I think was in June, I was uh, I, I went out to New York City and celebrated Pride and really enjoyed that. And um, I would be really excited to think about a sanctuary city even just to explore that option generally uh, moving forward. And I think that's, a, um, that's an action that we could, we could take together as a group. 
Um, it's been two years since the Taliban took over Afghanistan, and um, uh, we part of the work that I do is is um, working with universities around the world to find safe havens for individuals whose lives are being threatened um, um, or uh, immediately threatened. And since for the over the past two years, we've worked to help to um, find safe haven for about 500 Afghan women. And we're going to continue that work. But that um, we were, we just put out a um, and a report on, on how they're doing and where they're at. And we're hoping to, to be able to continue that work and, and we'll see. Um, I, and, I, and then today I just got, an, um, got the word that I have been, um, have been approved to be on the board of the Iowa City Foreign Relations Council. So, uh, to my understanding, they have kind of weekly events. They host speakers around foreign relations for the Iowa City community. So I'll make sure that I share those with this group as we move forward and maybe think about ways that we can synergize our work. Okay. I have a question for staff. Yep. I like this intercommunication with us, but are we vulnerable to the open meetings law? Do you just have a question or need to clarify something? I, I, I think that's what I'm doing right now, yes. Okay. My question is, if I send an email to all of the commissioners, did that violate the open meetings law? Yeah. So how do I communicate with the commissioners four at a time or something? I, I, I think the city I attorney would tell you to send it to staff and to have staff send it out. Okay, thank yeah. you. Good. All right, if there's no other commissioner announcements, uh, uh, can I get a motion to uh, adjourn the meeting today? I move to adjourn. And a second, please. All right, it has been properly moved and seconded to adjourn the meeting. All those in favor say aye. 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 Anyone opposed? The motion carries 5-0, thank you. Well done.